Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Everybody, Bob Soffer, Brendan Escott joining you. This is Oilers Now. I'm in the 630 Chad Studios, the city south side. Welcome to Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, World of Spas. Aching after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit World of Spas. Uh, for more information. We're going to have some fun on today's show. The Edmonton Oilers tomorrow will take on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Saturday, it'll be the Chicago Blackhawks. And just to put things in a little bit of perspective for you, uh, Columbus has the worst road record in the NHL, 3-15-2, and the second-worst goal differential in the league at minus 62. Chicago has got the third worst goals differential in the league at minus 55, and the Blackhawks have uh, tied for 30th at f- with five wins. So they're the, they got the second fewest wins. The, the, the Edmonton's won six straight games. They're in game two tomorrow of an eight-game stretch against teams 24 to 32 in the standings. They get Columbus, who's got some injuries. Chicago, who's basically, you know, both organizations are following the CHL Prospects game closely, which takes place tomorrow at the uh, Langley Event Center, because they both love to get their hands on Connor Bedard. And these two organizations that Edmonton's going to play next, they're in the mix. Now, that being said, this is the NHL. On any given night, anybody can beat anybody. Uh, The Arizona Coyotes, case in point this year, beaten Colorado. And they've beaten the Maple Leafs. Who they beat the other night? Vegas. Like, they've beaten some good teams this year. And that's just how it works. But uh, definitely an opportunity uh, for the Oilers to build upon a six-game winning streak. And it'll start against Columbus. Last year, by the way, against Columbus at home, the game was in the middle of December. Yes, Apoliarvi scored twice, had a great uh, primary assist. 
That might have been the last really high-end offensive game that Pugliarvi had had. Scored a couple goals on the power play, the second one on a tap-in down low to, uh, on a setup from Ryan Nugent-Hopkins, who's obviously having a uh, wonderful uh, season. Bumped into Nugent's dad. Roger was in town today at, uh, over at Roger's Place. At Roger's Place today, split practice, a bit of a skills work. It was I was down at uh, ice level. And Jay Woodcroft was not on the ice. He was just watching things a bit. And Ryan Rashog and myself walked up. And McDavid came full flight at us in a drill that they were working on. And it's just, man, oh, man. We're lucky. We're lucky to watch this guy on a daily basis. Brendan, how you doing? What's going on? You ready to roll? What's, what's shaking? Yeah, things are good today. Yeah. It's, it's a weird, like a lull in the schedule even prior to the All-Star break here. There's like a the lull next said week, yesterday. too, as you know. Like, we have a bye week all next week. So. Yeah, it, exactly. Like, we almost better get used to this. And it comes at a, you know, frustrating time because the team's been rolling so well lately. It's uh, You want to yeah, see them keep going. You know, uh, the team's is currently uh, not in this country right now at some pro meetings. Uh, and it's interesting because we had a little bit of this discussion. Frank Cervalli is coming up from Daily Faceoff at 12.35 for friends at the horses and horse racing Alberta. Find event schedules at thehorses.com. We'll see you at the races. So Frank's going to hop aboard at 1235. We'll get his thoughts. Um, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. Six straight wins, Brendan. The Oilers... It's funny. Everybody thought they needed, they got to go get a left shot defenseman. They got to go get a left shot defenseman. Broberg has come up uh, and gotten healthy, and I think is playing pretty well. I think he's helped Evan Bouchard a bit. Um, and then obviously, Vincent DeHarnay has provided a different element. He's basically playing about two minutes a game on the PK. And here's where I mentioned I think off the top of my head, the penalty killing is 16 and 17 in the last six games since DeHarnay has come to the team. Uh, yesterday, we had uh, Colin Chalk on the show talking about the impact of Vincent DeHarnay, Desi, and what he meant to their team. I mean, the guy led the American Hockey League in plus-minus last year. And so I'll throw it out there again today. Does it, like, this is an audition for Philip Broberg. It's probably a bit of an audition for Dylan Holloway. Does it change the priority of focus for the Edmonton Oilers? Because I'm of the belief that you constantly work at your product to improve it, right? You, you never stop grinding away. And I, I, I think it's fair to say, Brendan, the six-game winning streak has eased a bit of the pressure off in the short term, which is not to say Edmonton ultimately does not add another defenseman. They may indeed do that. However, I think right now, if you're watching the team play on a nightly basis, if they go 11-7, and seven, you can make an argument what they need is a right shot center that can win some face-offs in key situations and also can kill penalties that maybe has a little bit more size and pace. And, you know, like Derek Ryan's been a very useful player for the Oilers. He's provided some secondary offense. Do they need a, a you know, a bigger buy? And Derek's at about 50% this year. Now, he's been a career 53% face-off man. He was at 40% earlier. He did take some key draws the other night. I gave you a list of three guys the other night or on yesterday's show. For me, in the short term, I'm not saying that come first week of March, I'm not looking at dealing a D for a D, but in the short term, I think the team could use one more forward that's got a real sort of 
third slash fourth line hard nosed right shot identity that can win face offs and kill penalties. What do you think? Yeah, I, I can see why. The focus has shifted more to that. I don't think you need to look at as much toughness as we were discussing three weeks ago, obviously, with Clean Cost and really cementing himself. So And DeHarnay coming and up. DeHarnay, of course. So they've checked some of these boxes internally, and, and really they've kind of flushed out what they actually need now that the trade deadline is getting closer and closer. And to me, for two or three years now, Bob, that player that's been missing has been somebody who can win face-offs to help Leon Dreisaitl case is that guy Jonathan Taves is this the year where we see him shake loose it'll take a third party I'm sure to make the money work but is this the the year that's a bigger deal to me that's a bigger deal you need to first of all Taves and Kane it's funny I was listening a bit to satellite radio today and they're all the Rangers are 15 4 and 2 in their last 21 games they got a first round draft choice for Nils Lundqvist Dallas has got a good team Lundqvist was a healthy scratch last night it's a first-round pick that you know got traded for Lundqvist. So the Rangers are sitting there with two number ones. They have cap space. They have guys. They probably don't need both Lafreniere and Kako. Are you telling me you couldn't trade Kako in that number one and get uh, Patrick Kane in Chicago to eat, and then you pick up a third team? And that's how the Taze deal is going to work. To me, to me, the Taze deal is something that happens right around March first. If he's going to go, if the decision is there. And and I do believe that a player like that would like a chance to win. I think I got a lot of time for Taze, but I think that Colorado would, Colorado has a greater need for either O'Reilly or Taze than the Oilers do. They do, because who's their second-line center? Who is their second-line center? What like, I, I don't Who, even know. Is it Evan Rodriguez at this point? Well, or? he plays mostly on the wing. I mean, no. Newhook was supposed to be their second line center. He hasn't killed it. He's he, he's a bit like he's a, he's a bit like Newhook's a bit like Kerfoot for me. You know, he's 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 a useful middle six guy that chips in some offense. But can you dig in? I mean, they've gone from Nazem Kadri as their second line center. Who's a really good second line center? By the way, did you watch the Flames game at all last night? You know, it was on in the background, but I didn't pay a ton of yeah. attention to it. Goodrow missing the penalty shot. Saw uh, that, yeah. Thought the refs missed a call in overtime. Could have been one there that uh, gave Calgary a freebie two-on-one. Columbus hung around, but boy, they're having a tough year. I mean, they got some ugly, ugly uh, things going on right now with their hockey team. It's, uh, it's going to be a challenge for them. I don't think there's any question about it. They do not currently have their their top defenseman is Zach Wierenski. He's only played 13 games this season. He's out with shoulder surgery. Jake Bean's out with a shoulder injury, so that's probably their 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 first and third pairing left shot defenseman. Gavrikov's name is out there as a potential trade target. He's a 2.8 million dollar uh, cap hit. They got a fair amount of offense out of their back end this year. It hasn't come to fruition this year, and uh, I you know I, I read the numbers. I mean, 31st in the league in goal differential. They're at 47.8% in face-off circle. They're being outshot 6.2 shots per game. Their combined special teams, 93.6, on the power play, 77% on the PK, and they're being outscored by more than one goal per game. I mean, those are some tough numbers. Oilers have to capitalize. On top of Frank Cervalli coming down the pipe today at 1235, uh, Washington Capitals color analyst, a guy who's seen the Capitals' uh, take a step forward here and the Rangers but also uh, seen Columbus go through some tough times talk a bit about Florida as well 
Uh, Alan May will join us at 105 today. 135, son of a legend in uh, hockey circles. Bill LaForge Jr. is the GM of the Seattle Thunderbirds. On paper, I would say the Kelowna Rockets in 14-15, the Edmonton Oil Kings last year, have probably been the two best-built teams that could have won a Memorial Cup. Of course, the problem for the Oil Kings last year is they got the crap kicked out of them by Seattle in that six-game series. Now, Seattle, Bill LaForge is coming up today, and he'll join us at 135 today. They've made significant additions. Obviously, they had four players on Team Canada. Uh, Nolan Allen, the defenseman that they picked up the Chicago first-rounder. Kurczynski, who went top 10 last year. Reed Schaefer, Oilers' uh, first-round pick. Uh, Thomas Milich, their goaltender. And then I went ahead and got uh, Luke Prokop through the Oil Kings as Luke came back out of minor pro hockey uh, into the WHL as a 20-year-old. They've just made a trade to get Brad Lambert, and they have the rights for Dylan Gunther as well if Arizona ultimately elects to send him back. The Coyotes have, until the NHL trade deadline to do so, not out of the realm of possibilities. So Bill LaForge coming up, talk a bit about uh, building, uh, and whether or not you can still have big, tough teams. Um, So away you go. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. Country music star Gord Bamford takes the stage at the River Cree. February 10th, the River Cree Resort and Casino Excitement. Bet on it. Today's top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. The Oilers getting ready uh, on a six-game winning streak to play the two teams in the league with the fewest road wins all season long. And the 30th and 31st place goal differentials as well. Got to make some hay coming up against Columbus and Chicago. Into the orders now, Audio Vault for direct workwear. Specialized to work with your business, outfit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and in Fort McMurray. And Jay Woodcroft had these comments on having some time to work on stuff. We try and pick... Um you know, a theme every day that we come to the rink, even on days we don't skate. Um, in the end, we try and get better. Uh, there's different ways to go about that, and I think that's what your, you know, the nature of your question is because there's a little bit more game, or days between games here. Um, I think you have to uh, do things to keep people interested and keep it fresh um and as i said i thought today was a really good day for us we did a a few different things and we got what we needed all right uh jay woodcroft also uh was asked whether or not he believes in momentum I don't think there's really carryover uh, in, in momentum from game to game. There's different circumstances that happen. I think players individually can build personal momentum and and carry that over. But at collective, team-wide, I think we start at the same uh, number that the opposition starts at every night. And, uh, you know, that's not to say that people aren't feeling good about themselves. They are. They've earned the right to feel good about themselves. Um, but I, I would say the seeds to what you're seeing now have been planted uh, well before um, the first win on that streak. You know what I mean? Like, uh, we're working at this on a daily basis. We're building consistency. We've talked about it um, ad ad nauseum. So for me, what we're seeing right now, we're pleased with those results, but that doesn't change how we work on a daily basis. It doesn't change uh, what our messaging is. We're here to be the best that we can be on a day-in, day-out basis. 
All right, the Edmonton Oilers, uh, Zach Hyman, the reigning uh, player of the week, and first star of the week. We'll get to Zach momentarily, but not before Jay Woodcroft talks about his impact. I see somebody who uh, quietly goes about his business, uh, zero maintenance player, uh, in terms of uh, what his needs are. Um, he just goes about his business, whatever his circumstance may be. And I think it's a good lesson for um, some of uh, younger players. He's a, he's a great example for younger players because he comes to the rink with a purpose. He works at his game. Um, you know, he doesn't worry about what he doesn't get. He just makes the most of what he does get. And, uh, you know, wherever he plays in the lineup, I know what type of effort we're going to get out of Zach Hyman. However minutes he plays that night, I know what we're going to get out of Zach Hyman. And there's comfort when coaches know uh, about a player's level of consistency. All right, so that's Edmonton Oilers head coach, uh, Jay Woodcroft. Yesterday we had Zach Hyman on the show on Oilers Now. He is the NHL's first star of the week. He's got uh, 12 points in his last uh, four into the last five games. Not bad. He had these comments on uh, why the Oilers have rattled off six straight wins. I think just elevated play throughout the lineup, and I think throughout the season we had glimpse of really good play, and I think just consistency uh, and throughout this this little streak we've played against some really good teams. So it's been uh, it's been fun. I think getting off to good starts has been key. I think you know holding leads in the third period. So just a bunch of things that we had trouble with earlier on. I think we're starting to clean up and, and we're seeing the result. Uh, the Oilers on a six-game winning streak uh, and some might point to the game against LA and how Edmonton threw down. Hyman ended up fighting Sean Dursey in that game. At the end of the game, Clean costs and dropped the flippers with Brendan Lemieux who can uh, fight. And I asked uh, Hyman whether or not the team galvanized through physicality. That shows passion. It shows you know you care and sticking up for teammates. And you don't have to fight every night, but I think uh, I think you're not just fighting for the sake of fighting, right? There, there's passion involved in that. There's emotion, and I think if you're able to, to harness that positively, then then you know you can uh, you can find another level to uh, to the team's game. And I think uh, coming off that, uh, obviously you know we responded really well to that loss against LA, and I, I think that. Was, that and one of the guys that's uh, caught everybody's eye has been Clean Costin. He's fast become a cult hero in Edmonton. Here's Hyman's comment on the Oiler left winger. Yeah, it's been a home run. He's, he's been uh, an amazing addition to the team. Brings a, a physical element, obviously. Scores goals. Uh, and no, I, I had no idea. I didn't know Clem at all. I didn't didn't uh, didn't know about him really. Um, but uh, just a, an amazing kind of surprise for our locker room. And, and then I get just a shot in the arm to our team to, to add a guy like that who brings that kind of tenacity and physical edge. That uh, like you said, he's, he's well he go up against anybody. And I, I don't know if anybody you know even knew that uh, he had that in him. But it's, uh, he's, he's definitely getting a reputation if you're on the other team. You're not gonna want to fight. All right. Well, ironically enough, one of the Calgarians has texted the show. He says, Bob, I hope you watched the Flames game last night, particularly the Lucic fight. That was a legit fight. They were throwing them from downtown, uh, like you make reference to. Lucic fed that Columbus player with quite a few. Costin probably happy he wasn't on the receiving end. That was uh, Matthew Olivier. And I was surprised that Olivier did not do a better job technically in that fight. And he did get popped. Like Luch. Luch knocked the will out of him. 
in that fight. That's how that ended. All right. When we return on Oilers now, in one minute's time, NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, Edmonton-owned and operated. You're a local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brendan Escott. 11 games in the league tonight. Montreal is home to Boston. Winnipeg is in Nashville. And it's Rick Tockett's debut behind Vancouver's bench as the Canucks welcome Chicago. Oilers entertaining Columbus tomorrow night on 6.30. Chad, 6 o'clock. Face-off. Puck drop a few minutes. Or face-off show, rather. Puck drop a few minutes before 8 o'clock. Ottawa Senators assist. Assistant coach Bob Jones has been diagnosed with ALS. Pierre Dorian saying this morning Jones will continue his coaching duties. Bakersfield meets San Diego tomorrow night in SoCal uh, Friday as well. Oil Kings three games left on this homestand. Starts with Calgary on Friday and the Golden Bears entertaining the Regina Cougars this Friday and Saturday at the Claire Drake. There you have it. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn. And when we re- return on Oilers now for the horses and horse racing Alberta. Find event schedules at thehorses.com. We'll see you at the races. Frank Cervalli coming up from Daily Faceoff.